I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. We are so excited to be here to talk about our next topic that is so important. We feel like that every once in a while we do get these questions, actually, maybe more than every once in a while, <laughs> more than once on a while. frequent <laughs> basis, because I always say my nerds are where it's at. I love my nerds. Renee loves I love my nerds because honestly, they have the most incredible souls and purity inside of them. We just need to get them ready to be able to to meet and connect and almost just get through that breakthroughs. Yes. So we are going to talk about today. Our topic is we are turning nerds into kings. (laughs) And it's... I mean, it might sound simple, but also this is why you need a matchmaker because all of our nerdy guys, which any guys who you know, most nerdy guys know they're nerdy and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Let's put that No, I think it's so cute. (laughs) I love my nerds. Yeah, nothing to be ashamed of, but we also want you to make you confident nerds, which then allows you to be kings. (laughs) Exactly. So the reason why we're bringing this up is it's funny because, of course, I feel like this is where a lot of our podcast ideas come from, from not only you all view listeners, but also um, when we're talking about, you know, some of the things that we're running into when we get date feedback or this or that or why why a match didn't work out on that first introduction yeah. or even just common questions when people are coming to us is how do we overcome some of those challenges if they're a little bit more introverted or maybe they're yeah. a little bit more like awkward in the beginning. Yes. And but then once we give them the reins to start talking to us and having conversations, oh my gosh, they're the funniest people. Like and they're yes. just and I shouldn't even say people because at the end of the day we're all equal. But um I would just say there's such a genuineness and purity and just loving nature about Somebody that might be a little bit more nerdy, which yeah. I don't even know who came up with that title or where that comes from, but just a little bit, just more reserved. Reserved. And even just more of our good guys are often classed as nerds. Like, our, I mean, you've probably heard us say on this, like, all the good guys get slap on. Like, like you know, they all the ladies snooze on them because they're like, oh, they're just too nice. Or, you know, oh, they're just a little bit, you know, nerdy or whatever. And we're here to tell you that those are like the golden, the golden eggs. The they're golden nuggets, you. right? Because at the end of the day, once, you know, I always say, I'm saying this all the time, slow and steady. Like once we're able to get that breakthrough with them and that ability to connect they are the ones that are the most, you know, strongest, the most loyal, the most dedicated. So I was doing a consultation call with somebody the other day and we were just talking about what we do and some of the techniques. And that was one of his actual concerns is like, how do I get to that next date? You know, since there's little things that come up here and there and, um, well, the same feedback is a lot of the, a lot of gentlemen come to us and say, okay, I am a little bit geeky or a little bit nerdy. And I continuously have that 
same feedback on day one. And so that's where we come or matchmakers come in handy is to get over that first, you know, those first steps. And I think the one thing that I was going into sharing with him was, as I said, you know, it's so important, like a woman wants to feel safe secure and protected. Yeah. So using like a restaurant, for example, if you're a little bit more nerdy and it's not your first response to get up and make it known that you are the king of the place, (laughs) which we have, I wish Jim was on here. He's famous for doing that. Um, (laughs) But where there's other men that, you know, they come across super confident, super outgoing. They're the ones who also probably the wait staff is either, I don't mean to say spitting in their food, but not really appreciative of the person that's trying to dominate the entire room. But if you're a little bit more introvert, a little bit more nerdy in that yeah. regard, you're also like, oh my gosh, how do I become more of that? I think there needs to be an equal balance for mm-hmm. sure. But I always say to all of our gentlemen is look at your woman, your date, your wife, as you are protecting her. So whatever scenario you are, and that's why we always recommend going to like a Michelin star kind of restaurant. And I don't mean to say like, I know that's extra expensive, but you're not going to have probably any wrong things go wrong with the service, the food or anything else that you can sometimes that can affect your date. And so in this regards, I always say like, it's so important that you are, you know, leading the woman kind of in a direct, like she just wants to feel safe, secure and protected. So talk about confidence. If any of those areas, like I always give the example of, you know, if a server is carrying a tray and they have a bunch of food on it and glasses and you see that the server is about to trip and fall and your woman is back is to this, your job is to get up and protect her. (laughs) And so those are little things that we always say, like think of that when it comes to confidence to overcome those beginning kind of moments. Yeah. Um, Listening is really, really important too. I mean, I know I can't, I'm going to keep beating this over everybody's head, but at the end of the day, so many times we're like, on to the next subject, they'll share something. If you don't either respond with a question to what a woman just spoke of, or you don't engage in something she just said, I I gave an example of earlier, like a parrot. So I don't know anything about parrots. I really don't, other than, you know, they're coming different colors. They kind of squawk a lot. I don't know. (laughs) But if somebody started talking to me about a parrot, I have two choices. I can either ask a question about the parrot, about the parrot, and kind of, or just ask a question about parrots in general, because I don't know anything about parrots. Or I can choose, because I do actually have a friend that once owned a bunch of parrots. I could say I once had a friend that owned a bunch of parrots, and, you know, I you know, they had all the different kinds. But the point is, whatever you do, you have to engage in what that person is saying. Yeah. And Instead not- of, I feel like our nerds or that more introverted, they kind of get nervous. So they're already thinking no. through what the next thing they're going to talk about. Yes. And then they kind of come across as not listening. Yes. And I always say, right, you know, go in with some topics. So if it does get socially awkward, you know how to flow with, especially with our nerds. I mean, there's plenty of our clients that are on the nerdy side. So I go over there and I'm like, okay, think of a few things that you can talk about when it gets to slowing down or you've gone back and forth about learning about each other's family. I don't know. Um, but you have a topic that you can follow up with. But sometimes our nerdy guys have all in their mind is their topics. Like it's like bang, bang, bang. Like it's, they rely on the topics too much. So I think even if you, I mean, I think I've probably said this in podcasts before, but fake it until you make it. So even if you aren't confident, then 
absolutely fake it. Like come in there. Confidence is sexy, especially to a woman. And so if you're going to, you know, go on just those topics one after another, they can sense that you feel awkward. (laughs) And that is not, I mean, that's not attractive. I mean, it, it, we understand first dates aren't always smooth sailing, especially when there is a little bit of awkwardness there. But if you act confident in guiding it, I mean, I feel like even just that, just in that, a woman will be like, oh, yeah, he knows how to guide the conversation. Yeah. And if the conversation starts to kind of, you know, that you've gone through the course, the conversation has been going well, and you're like, what do we do next? Um, instead of just grabbing the check and cashing out and being like, okay, it was a good night. You know, if the conversation is still flowing, always ask a woman, would you like something more? Do you want to get yes. out of here? Let's go someplace else. Like, yeah. continue to to engage and don't feel like, oh my gosh, well, I didn't. And I tell guys all the time, gentlemen, I'm like, you know, make two to three different reservations because at the end of the day, if you go someplace and let's say you're left with a really bad table and the person is just in a bad mood and the whole experience is going down the toilet fast, it's one of those things as a man, this is what I'm talking about, the, the, the protection side of things, is simply just say, if I get out of here, let's go to another place. And you've got a backup reservation. Now, you need to cancel them because a lot of them do charge you if you do that and not before you walk in there. But the point is always have kind of a yes. plan because we're talking about taking nerds into kings. And the reality of it is, and we were talking about earlier, what's the definition of a king? But, I mean, of course, we pull up the definition of like a chess game. <laughs> or like royalty. <laughs> whatever. But the point is, is like part of being a king is what people are attracted to. And it's also that a spiritual, as we say, Christian leader leader that I know all the women that we talk to on a daily basis are looking for in their knight in shining armor or their, their, you know, one true match, obviously their husband, um, to really have that man that is going to, you know, protect, provide, and make sure that you are in a position where you feel safe. Yeah. And even if you are a nerdy guy, then kind of tend to go for like, I always say, so, you know, I've, I mean, we talk to people like this all the time where there's gentlemen that come to me and they're like, okay, you know, I know they're nerdy. They know they're nerdy. It's, you know, it's even, sometimes it can even be awkward for first interactions for us. We're like, okay, let's get more comfortable. Let's, you know, pull more teeth or whatever you want to call it. But also know that you don't need to go for the hottest most popular girl in the room because I feel like a lot of nerdy guys tend to go with a polar opposite and that's also you're probably not going to have a lot of lot to talk about to them you know of course we want someone who's I mean we talk about this all the time your equal is very very important but also maybe a girl that has a little bit of introvert or a little bit of maybe quirks about her so then you guys can also be on the same equal level so don't always go for that okay I want the supermodel who looks like this has the perfect face hair and everything but then her personality is so outgoing and she has so many friends and so do you but in a different way or you know we always like I mean there's some like nerdy maybe hobbies like chess games, board games, which is fine. I mean, I love, who doesn't like a good board game? But also if you know that's more of your hobby, then don't go for the girl that wants to go out all the time. time. (laughs) Like, you know, really think about that equal. And, you know, it's okay if you want to go for some, if you know you're a little nerdy, it's okay to go for someone who's a little bit nerdy too. Like don't, don't just go above just because of like the looks I think is also important. Like, I mean, 
we, we always say the nerds, just like we're talking about in the male side, is usually our most handsome, great-looking guys. They just kind of need some confidence. And that's the same with women. Right. And, you know, I mean, the reality of it is, which this is a whole different topic, but it's kind of related to that portion of it. You know, we can – anybody can be made over. Yeah. But if you don't match your exterior quickly, that will catch up with you. And then you're just left there with like you're attracting somebody maybe above your league and your comfortable area of attraction. And now if you don't match it, yeah, it's going to continue to spiral down and not get into that second, third or fifth golden date is what we call it. So it's so important that, you know, you're building that confidence and that you're doing things that it takes to, to, to rise you up to know that. I mean, so many times we'll get on a phone call with the client after they've gone through maybe, maybe there was a difficult date or whatever it was. And, and we'll say, you know, it's so important that you know that you are so successful at what you do and you are amazing at where you're at. And don't just let some person, that basically never gave you a chance to see you for who you are because at the end of the day, they're not meant for you and they're too small-minded to actually deserve you because I think, and I mean, I will say this probably in every podcast or whatever, is that like the reason why the dating world is so difficult today is because nobody gives anybody a chance. Yeah, 100%. And that's even like, you know, going back to kind of your hobbies, if there's something that, one of your hobbies that you maybe know is a little unique, know that's a little different. Or we've talked about video games on here before. Not that we hate video games, it's up to you what you do. Um, but I mean, if you know that you're a little bit geeky and love to play video games <laughs> four times a week, I mean, just kind of, someone needs to accept that for you and we don't want you to change. But also don't like go ahead and be like, this is all I do, you know? Like just kind of guide it in the right direction. Or like when I said, don't, don't change you for you. Still do that. Well, and, and also when we're talking about like when we go through people's interests and things like that, be real. Like, so game, gaming is a thing I know in that regards or some people do, I don't know, other like <laughs> role play. Like, well, anyways, but like I, I understand that that's a thing. But if that's a thing, then it needs to be very loud and clear that you're attracting somebody else that's interested in that. Because the reality of it is then we hear time and time again, well, we wouldn't do that if we had somebody. If you're not practicing today and you're single how to be married, so start doing things that you would want to do with a married mate. I'm not saying like go on a tandem bike that's for two. I'm not saying that. But like, I mean, you because know, you got to need another person. Well, you can get a friend, you know, like practice so you don't look like yeah. an idiot when you go on a date on that for the first time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is it's so important that you are filling that time with reading something, becoming a better version of yourself, doing something that's proactive in the right direction towards couplehood. <laughs> because what you put out is what you'll receive. So if you're at home with the doors closed, nobody's around you, and you're just gaming, the reality of it is, is A, you're not going to meet anybody. B, you're not engaged. You're not practicing social skills. And that's what <laughs> so, you need to do if so, you want uh, yeah. to go from a nerd to a king. You have to be out there in the world, you have to be always trying something new because I am telling you, my nerds are the most amazing, loving future husbands that, yeah. I mean, so many times, you know, we go back to like our, you know, our, our younger years yeah. and the reality of it is like we giving nerds could have been 
you know, the better path when you look yeah. at divorce and people you didn't work out yeah, with. No Why? Because they were loyal. They loved with everything they had. They never had to have, they never had like a lingering eye. All of these little details. Um, and that's why our nerds who you, and all of you know who you are. And it's okay. Like we said, it's a great thing to have, but go out and practice those social skills because social skills are the most scariest thing to our nerds, I feel like. They're like, yeah. I just, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a serial dater. So these, confident I hate to say it cocky men are so confident because they've gone out on like a hundred dates as yeah. like our nerds haven't gone out as, as as many but go out there and practice with strangers I mean even sitting at like a bar or like a bar talk you know like a, or a happy coffee hour house or something like, like I encourage you to go up to one person or even it's right next to him and just say hello hi you know or just say you know I hope you're having a, a you know a great day or gosh the weather is great like just try to strike like, up a conversation with something like casual talk, you know or even when you go to like a, a restaurant like to a waiter or a waitress like even you know the same gender whatever um still just get used to having those conversations that they're with a stranger because i mean all of us can have some kind of awkwardness with a stranger maybe but i know it's that's one thing that's just going to make you blossom really quick if you practice every day to the grocery store to the bars to the and i think with because nerds are typically associated with highly intelligent smart individuals which is such an attractive quality in my opinion because i like having intelligent conversations right so (laughs) you already are in a good place when you're talking to a nerd the one thing that nerds have to constantly remember because they do analyze a lot of things that's what makes them so detail-oriented and smart and you know analytical Remembering how to slow down your mindset of quickly getting an answer, resolving and going to the next strategy or the next topic and really being in the moment of what each person is saying. Because I promise you, with our faith, God will give you something to say. And if you are that person like so nervous about what to say or how you're going to do it. How many times, I mean, even us, I'm obviously more extroverted, but there's so many times I'm like, oh my gosh, I I, I don't even know what I'm doing. And then throw me into something and all of a sudden I've got words well, come out of me. And I know that I'm extroverted, so it's hard for me to say that, but I didn't start this way. Yeah, I did not. I mean, talk about nerd. I did not look this way when I was a kid. My, my story is like I was an ugly duckling and I created myself <laughs> into what like I also... I appreciated fashion and style and beauty and all these things that I went into because yeah. I was curious enough how to do that. Yeah. Um, so my point is I have will always have a special heart, I feel like, for the nerds because we all started in that regards and we have a choice to overcome that yes. and become a king or a queen because we do have ladies out there yeah. listening to or whatever <laughs> and to master that so that we can attract the type of person that we know we deserve and we want. Yeah. But if you don't believe that in your own heart and you're not doing anything to achieve that, and then at the end of the day, like a king. and you're not being confident like a king, you're going to continue to fall on each date you go on yeah. if you don't take some of the constructive criticism that's not easy from this podcast, maybe research how to do other things. I mean, you know, even family got- or even dates that you've gone on, you're going to get tough feedback sometimes. And what you need to do is take that tough feedback. Or maybe it's tough you listening to the, uh, it, us right now and talk about this. Instead, don't, you know, snap out of it. Don't don't wail in self-pity. Get over it and think of how can I actually take these tips and place them into my everyday world. Amen. And, you know, when people say, well, people change, you know, people don't change. I believe people do change 
change if they want to change. So if you want to be in a relationship and you're saying, well, it's hard for me because of this or I can't because of that, you're getting in your own way. It is so important that you continuously fight for what it is you want and don't quit until you have it. And those are the ones that turn from, I always say, you know, the nerds into the kings because now they have that coat of armor to protect, (laughs) to keep a woman safe and be what a woman is looking for. What's that, you know... um, you know, fearfully um, amazing husband that they want that's God-fearing in all ways. So I hope you have found this helpful. We always love talking about the things that I think are important on a daily basis when we're out there in the dating world with our clients for them. So um, please continue to write in your questions and we can't wait for our next chat. And we always say, if you are one of these nerds and you have a question, please write them to us. (laughs) Have a good one. We love you. Bye. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO. XOXO.